0: Welcome to the Your Voice Matters Show, and we are just delighted you guys are here with us. If you're having a great day, that's awesome, but if you're not, listen in and let the positive vibes shower you and put you in a great place. Well, I want to give a big shout out to all my listeners and to our fabulous tech guy, Vic. He makes this sound awesome. Um, One of the things today, we have a wonderful, wonderful um, guest with us. Um, She is Felicia Stanley. She's a founder of Women Empowering Women, and this podcast is something that every woman should listen to. So stay with us to the end, because it's filled with so much stuff. Well, why don't we talk about Felicia and how she's doing, Um, but first, I want to give a quote, and this quote is really, it's one that she passed on to me. It's, when women succeed, nations are more secure. And prosperous, there is no tool for development more effective than the empowerment of women. And this was Barack Obama, um, our former president. Um, Felicia has a; uh, she's a nonfiction writer and author of her new book, "W Power: The Strength of Empowering Women to Change the World." And I love this because this is what Your Voice Matters is all about: is changing the world. Having women, giving giving them empowerment, and you know, just being, actually being their you know backup, you know.
1: Yes.
0: Well, welcome, Felicia.
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show today.
0: Well, we're actually really excited she's here because she's going to talk about empowering women, talk about her new book, and talk about real-life experiences that we all have. Um, Would you like to tell us a little bit about um, Women Empowering Women? Yes. Women Empowering
1: Women is a nonprofit organization. We mainly serve women and young girls, and this nonprofit organization came about uh, based on a need. Um, I saw a need where women needed to be empowered, whether it was financially, economically, socially, and spiritually and basically because I'm the type of person I love to see people reach their personal and professional goals I knew that this was something that I had to do and so 2020 that was the birth of women empowering women and we focus on uh, middle school age girls and we have a mentoring program for them and we also work with women 18 years of age and up and what we do is help them reach their personal and professional goals through workshops, different trainings. Uh, we have tools and resources to help. We always bring in great speakers. So that's a few of the ways in which we help women through the Women Empowering Women program.
0: Thank you. I was just um, thinking, uh, How do, actually, you know, Women are so busy, right? But how do you actually get women to actually come into the program?
1: Well, we do a lot of networking and um, word of mouth on social media and just in the community. Um, Our board members um, tell people everywhere they go about the organization and how they can volunteer. We do have quite a few volunteers, and we look for volunteers every day. Because there's always somebody out there that has a heart to empower women, and we love to have volunteers. That's what makes the organization such a great organization. That's cool.
0: But you know, one thing um, I loved about what she had to say was empowering girls. You know, the formation when you when you're if you have a child. Um, you know, even when you're starting really, really young, you have to instill in them that they are worth, they are loved, and they can do anything in the world they want to. You know, if if you're in a situation, if you have a child that's always been told, you know, well, you didn't do that right, you know, or kind of like maybe I don't, I think sometimes mom and dads don't realize that it's a negative thing. You know, the things we say. So, yes. what I'm getting at is. I know that Seroptimus International deals with girls, um, helping them. Some of them are from, you know, different, well, maybe they only have one parent, some of them are from different areas, but they can also be empowered. It doesn't matter where you come from, right? Right. Yeah. So um, I know they have what they call dream it, be it. And it's it's one of those things that take girls and they actually help them know how to, um, Well, a lot of times on the social skills they need, or talking about maybe talking about family life and what makes us different. Um, So, we're going to go into that. But I think, first of all, I think we need to know a little bit about police and how you got into all this.
1: Okay. Well, I consider myself very exciting, very, very courageous. Um, I love surprises. And most of all, I love challenges. So that's a little bit about me. And I never even uh, thought about writing a book on women's empowerment until 2020. What I did was I took some of my experiences from uh, when I was working in the workforce. Mm -hmm. And I put that in the first chapter of my book so people could know what allowed me to write the book Mm -hmm. and basically I was a person fresh out of college and got my first job. I was all excited and I said, Oh, I'm going to get in this company. I'm going to do well. I'm going to find me a mentor, somebody that can help me and show me the way to go. And that didn't happen, (laughs) but (laughs) you didn't find the right one. (laughs) I didn't find the right one within my company. But later I did find a mentor, but the mentor was not in my company. But what I'll tell people, it's okay if you don't have a mentor within your company that you work at, but it's always good to have at least one in the company. And a lot of times people are afraid to commit to something formal. So what I've learned from that experience is I see someone if they would like to be an informal person that you could just go to and ask questions about career things oh, okay. you know just let it be a friend or somebody that you see that mm. in the company that's doing something great that you would like to uh emulate and you know just tell them it's no pressure i just you know want to know and I feel that you're that person that I want to uh, follow and just get some uh, questions answered. And also, I'll add that over time, you'll learn that having a mentor and a sponsor is important because the sponsor is the person who can uh, mention your name in the boardroom when you're not there. And I think that's so important because when a manager or a VP is looking for someone to fill a need within that department, mm-hmm. if someone brings up your name, more than likely you will be the next person that they contact and ask if you're ready okay. or if you want that.
0: Well, I'm so glad you distinguished that. I never thought about having a sponsor and, you know, uh, somebody that you can actually you know, mentor. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know there was... <laughs> I guess you learned some of it, but that's awesome because I know in my own experience, I had, um, you know, you know when you do new things, you're not real sure. And yeah. I had this lady, and she goes, "You can do that, Rebecca." I says, "Oh no, you know <laughs> that's just too scary." She goes, "No," she says, "I got you back. Um, you went all, you went through this, you got it, and just you know sometimes you have to have somebody else give you the courage." kind of borrow theirs for a while or borrow their self-esteem for a while. And it works. It actually works. It does. You know, until you can get to that comfortable position to actually um, speak out and speak up, you know, and then staying in your power because we all have the power. And I think that's one thing that um, yes. some women and uh, girls <laughs> growing up, they have they feel like they have no power, you know, over even Absolutely. over their own life. They just, you know... If, They're going through a bad relationship, or they're in high school, whatever. They, you know, some things they feel like it's just totally out of their control. And a lot of times it can be, but there's things we can do that actually puts us in control. And one of them, for me, is not only being courageous but sticking up for myself. You know, and having, um, actually having the tenacity to actually you know okay Rebecca you're good you got this you know and sometimes we have to be reminded of that and do you have do you face people or face the um, people that's you know adults that have these problems
1: all the time all the time (laughs) and that's when I put my hat on and tell them about the strength that I had to develop within me Mm -hmm. to do it because when I didn't find that mentor that first year the second year, I said, you know, you're smart. You're an educator. You educate other people. Do some research. Find out what you can do to empower yourself. Okay. And once I got that strength to empower myself, it was on from then yeah. because <laughs> I'm a person. I'm going to challenge myself to do it. That's good. And I did. And once I did it. I mean, my whole world changed for me. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that I'm not the only woman that need this. Right. So I intentionally made it a point to say, this is some of the things that I went through, and this is how I solved that problem oh. myself, and now I can take it and do it for other women.
0: Sort of like a shot of confidence.
1: It's uh, confidence, it's knowing your worth, -hmm. And it's knowing that once you get it, nobody can take it from you.
0: Well, that's wonderful, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Because you know, in life, we run across all sorts of people, right? Um, Some people are real supportive. Some people can only say negative things. You know, they, you know, this just, uh, it's just life. That's the way it works. But one of the things um, I'm really eager to hear about is um, she's got, she's an author, so she's written this really cool book and can you talk to us about that book and being empowered women to change
1: yes i will first start with giving the audience a rundown on the types of empowerment that i talk about in the book the first uh chapter in the book is an introduction and explaining how education and empowerment go hand in hand you can't have one without the other because the two cannot be separated. And then I go on to talk about mentorship. Mentorship is so important. It makes a world of difference in your career and also your personal growth. All right. Because if you have that right mentor that's helping you, challenging you, and supporting you, you'd be amazed at how much further you'll go in your career as opposed to trying to do it on your own.
0: So do you need two mentors, one for your personal life and one for your professional?
1: I suggest having many mentors. Oh, okay. All right. Not just one or two okay. because each mentor is going to give you experiences from what they know. Right. And no okay. two people are alike, so it's always good to have more. Okay. And another thing um I talk about in the book is empowering each other. Once I became strong enough to empower myself, I showed other women how to empower themselves Good. and Good. it's like an effect that just continues on and on and on. Another exciting part is the power of supporting women. We known from years and years and years of watching men support one another. Mm-hmm. now women have taken that same idea huh. and supporting one another and we see how much farther we can get you know you may not be the person in that boardroom with all the vps but if you have a vp in that boardroom that's a woman that could talk for you and uh pull you up so to speak give you a hand and lift you up that makes a world of difference
0: because they've been through all this You know, and that's the the thing, you know, when you get a sponsor or whatever, they can actually, you know, share their experience and strength and knowledge. And I think that's wonderful because then that person being mentored doesn't have to go through all that. You know, all the the pitfalls we (laughs) we wind up ourselves in.
1: Yes, because we've been gone through it, right? Okay, another thing I talk about in the book that's very important, what happens when you inspire most people love to be inspired. I was one that loved to be inspired. And I know as a woman, that's just something that's in us. We love that. Yeah. That's the soft side of us. But inspiration does different things to different people. But it's all good. Inspiration is <laughs> all good. I just love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh next I talk about how empowerment is transformational. Transformational is when you change from being one to something totally different. Um, I'll just use an example of titles within a company. Yeah. You start out in the company, say you're an advisor, as I was, and then you transform to advisor two. <laughs> okay. And then possibly um, senior advisor. So that's a transformation. Another example of a transformation is when you move from uh position in, you know, your personal life. Mm-hmm. You can be an individual. You're a single person. Right. And then you transfer to a married person. <laughs> that's another transformation that people go through. Just to give you an idea of transformation. And um, I'll just share one more. Sure, uh, sure. Empower women in your local community. For me, that's that's big because what I'm instilling in the women that comes through women empowering women is that I'm not just empowering you to keep it all to yourself. You've got to share it. You need to get into your local community and empower other women. And I'm sure you can think of many different ways to go out in the community and empower other women. But the fact is, I need you to do it. You know, that's not something that you just take and put in your purse <laughs> yeah. and leave it there,
0: you know? But, it's, you know, isn't there different to ways to empowering um, other people or other things that, you, that you're – I mean, it doesn't have to be on such a grand scale. It could be on no. a uh, smaller scale or whatever. I think it's what feels comfortable for you. But for me, I have to step outside that comfort zone, or mm-hmm. I don't grow. That's just – maybe that's just me. I don't know. But if I do – you know, if I'm on the edge, really what <laughs> If I'm on the edge, and I really don't want to make that step over, you know. But if I do take the courage to actually do that, you know, you think, you think to yourself, well, that was no big deal. Why didn't I do that before? Have you ever had that happen? Yeah. Yes, and that that makes
1: you want to do more, right? Because when you start um, volunteering and empowering women in your community, then of course you feel okay. One, I'm connecting with the community. Mm-hmm. Two, people are getting to know me. Mm-hmm. And three, you know, I'm doing something to help other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of satisfaction and gratitude comes yeah, in. I can see that.
0: But I also believe that, you know, that sometimes gets lost in in our society a lot of times because it's always a me 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 you know and i was told one time you can't keep what you have unless you give it away meaning if you have faith you have you know love whatever uh, if you don't give it away you just can't keep it because it dwindles because it's not to me it's just not being um, fulfilled because you can only stay in this one spot But if you actually work at yourself every day, and this is what I I get out of your your empowerment, you have to work at this every day. You know, it doesn't just come like I go to sleep and I have it.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) No one just wakes up and say, oh, I'm going to empower myself and I'm going (laughs) to start out empowering other people. What do I say? No, it's something that is intentional. You have to intentionally work at it. Because there's, I mean, there is beauty in empowering others. I can tell you that Mm -hmm. from empowering uh, children to empowering women to empowering men. Um, I don't just empower women. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about the, uh, the girls that you were talking about. You know, empowering girls are, you know, all of us don't come in contact with, you know, you know. What girls in there, twelve to like fifteen or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure there's things that we can do to actually um, put that out there. And you know, sometimes this is what I believe. You know, you are, you know, you're your biggest. I want to say your biggest fan because people watch you because they see what you do and they see how things work. And if you're loving and caring and sharing, that rubs off. And I think people. People see those good qualities in you, and they want to be like that, or they want to have the same stuff and I think this is where girls come in because they're developing they want to they want to be somebody they want to figure out their their identity, and you have to and most of them a lot of times are lacking confidence they don't quite believe in themselves that's how I feel from the people i've met
1: yes, and what we do with um And Women Empowering Women with Young Girls, we teach character development. That's one of the main things because they're in those tween years, not yet an adult, but they need to know character. They need to know etiquette. It's so many times you run into young people and you just (laughs) wonder, okay, did they actually at some point have manners? or any type of etiquette and I feel that that's lacking. Another thing is leadership skills. I think that young people need to have leadership skills at an early age. It's not too late when they're in middle school to teach leadership skills because I mean, as adults we learn leadership skills later in life sometimes but if we can reach them early And get them to become leaders, Mm -hmm. then of course, when they transition to high school and college, Mm -hmm. they already have a foundation. Oh, go ahead. In addition to the leadership skills, I think that communication skills is one of the other skills that are lacking. They're not teaching that in school because they don't have time to teach (laughs) communication skills and all of the reading, writing, math, Mm -hmm. history, um, and all of the main subjects. And I think that communication skills if taught in the right way, it'll make them better communicators as adults. And I think that another way to do that is to teach them public speaking skills because that's part of communication right you have to be able to speak to where people can understand what you're saying and also know when to use certain types of communication because nonverbal communication is communication Mm -hmm. as well as uh oral communication that's Um, verbal that's communication and I think that a lot of young people um, are not taught that in the home Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying you know anything negative on parents because I'm a parent myself I'm a parent of four adult children and I think that when we don't do it Mm -hmm. then the school is not gonna do it there needs to be some place that kids can go to get those skills it'll better help them go through their education a whole lot smoother and have less problems
0: well I remember growing up we had to do book reports and stuff like that and you had to stand in front of the class right like when you're a third grader it's it's probably not that great (laughs) but but, you know you get get better as you go on right because you have more practice and it's not so scary and my mom I would got tickled she says She goes, Rebecca, just don't look at their eyes. Just look at the roots of their heads, you know, the top of their heads. That way, you know, you won't get so nervous. (laughs) But, you know, they had all these little tricks and things. But one thing I found fascinating is my daughter reads a lot. She always has. And, um, you know, when she went to get her master's, um, she works now um, for a lab, a research lab. But she has to, like, fly to different places and give presentations and I asked her, she was in San Diego here a while back, and I asked her, you know, how did that go? And she goes, you know, Mom, she says, I don't, you know, she's having to talk about technical stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And she says, I just get up there, and it's sort of like I'm, I'm by myself. You know, like you're you're talking, but you're talking to people, but and she says, I don't have any of that fear or that bubbling in your stomach you know that you just can't speak period and i think that was through so many things that we she did and when she was growing up giving book reports or sitting in the front of the class and you know but i think that it's like you said it's something that's learned and it's learned in different stages
1: absolutely absolutely no two people get it at the same time (laughs) yeah
0: in a different ways well let's talk about um you were talking about, about empowering women. And, but sometimes women don't have a voice. You know, they really are they're, they're in a situation where they don't. And I want to tell you this story. It happened to me. And I am a writer, so I, was, I got this phone call that says, we need the Dallas, this company or this organization was coming to Dallas, and they needed a lead writer. Um, which means that they can you come in and you just write whatever they're talking about or and make a report. Um, but I got this phone call and they asked me, and this is Rebecca Dollinger? And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, this is so and so, and you have been tapped by the advisor to uh, to the president on domestic violence." And I thought, "Hmm." The first thing I thought was, "They look me up before they even call me." <laughs> Like, anyway, this girl was telling me what I was gonna what the job entailed and and I kept saying I kept talking to my I says, you know, I really don't write that type of stuff, you know, da 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 and she goes, Can you be the lead writer on the second one? I says, Yeah. I finally just gave in and said yes, you know. So this was one of the hardest things I ever did because it was on domestic violence. And the first conference was just It was like Washington. You know, they had to get their P's and Q's all sorted out. The second one almost Mm -hmm. killed me. Um, It was on, it had the Native Americans and the Alaskans. And people don't realize that, talking about, uh, they're sort of like, okay, you know, they're kind of out of mind, right? But these women go through so, so much. And I was having to capture everything they were saying. You know, and one of the things I remember that that really meant a lot to me is after a while, man took a break, so I thought, man, I'm just gotta go clear my head. So I went out to the to the lobby, and I sit down. A few minutes later, this lady came up. She says, "Can I sit beside you?" And I said, "Sure." And I'm one of those people that talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just talk to everybody. <laughs> and this lady gets leans over, and she goes, "I don't know why I'm here." And I go, why? Because she was an advocate for these women. You know, they come and they talk about, you know, their, their, what we, they need to do and what problems right. they, they've come up with. And she goes, I oh, said, so what do you mean? I mean, you do such a, an awesome thing. She says, people don't understand our situation. And the Native Americans are, are a little bit different because um, they're, most of the time when they run, you know, They've gotten into you know a violent situation and they run. Mm-hmm. The people that's coming after them, they attract them all over the United States. They are like hunted, and for the abuser is uh, you know is is hunting you know the pr- uh, women and it's awful. They just she went on and on and on, and I she says, well, what do you do? I said, well, I'm the writer, and she, I says, you know what, I have to write this report for the government. I says. You tell me your story, and I'll put it in my reports. And I won't use your name. You just tell me what nation you come from. And she said, would you do that for me? And I go, yeah. So she told me your story, and I went home, and I was doing this report to to send it in. Let me tell you, I had tears all over my keyboard the time I got done with that. And it wasn't written like uh, something that you would actually see that from the State Department. <laughs> it was okay. like real life. And that's what, I mean, things like that that happen in your life make a real impression on you. Even these women that were abused and sought after, they still had a voice, you know, and I think that's real important. And you, yes. and especially women like this, we need to empower. I mean. Yes,
1: definitely, because because of what they've gone through.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I feel that once they are empowered, they'll be able to open their mouth and you won't be able to close it. (laughs) And that's for good reason. That's for good reason. Because when a woman opens her mouth, everybody listens.
0: Mm -hmm. Whether it's loud or soft or
1: yes but the louder the better (laughs) (laughs) the louder the better that's why i have this microphone here because my voice is real soft (laughs) (laughs) we always have something to say and it's always something impactful Mm. we don't sometimes realize that when we open our mouth whatever comes out is out i always tell uh, people i talk to Think first before you speak.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. Get everything
1: you need to say, get it out first because once you put it out there is out there, it can never be erased. Mm-hmm. So when you open your mouth and speak, make it count.
0: Absolutely. Because I think, you know, have you ever been you know have you ever sat in the back of the room or in the middle and thought, you know, I really want to raise my hand or you know, you're on some place like that. You know, I'm thinking, well, you know, I really want to say this and then you don't say it. And then you get home and you think, well, I really wish I had done that. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that happens to a lot of people because they're scared that they're going to look either dumb or you know, whether they're going to look like they didn't know what they were talking about. It to me it doesn't matter as long as you say what you want to say what's in your heart you know, and talk from there. Yes. yes. And
1: that's where the um inspirational comes from, from uh us women because we do tend to think about what we're gonna say mm-hmm. and then normally it's always something that's good.
0: Yeah. You know, it's always yeah.
1: something helpful to help someone. Yeah.
0: I think that's probably because most of us are caregivers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, We always I want agree. to agree.
1: <laughs> I definitely agree. And I look at the position of being a woman who empowers other women I look at that as, you know, bringing someone alongside me Mm -hmm. and giving them a hand up instead of a hand out. There's a difference between a hand up and a hand out. And trust me, someone putting their hand out and asking for help is different from a hand up. Let me empower you so that you can get out and do you know, what you want to do, do and what you need to do. There's a big difference.
0: Yeah. Um, empowerment is a is a multifaceted thing for me. And, but it takes a lot. I mean, I ta- you know, you have to want this. Don't you believe that? You have to actually want to be empowered. I and mean, some yes. people don't even know what... The, a lot of times that they use different words for empowerment. You know, but it's still the same thing, right? Right. It's the same thing. I
1: know that... Helping people and helping people in various ways, but there's something different, just a little bit different when you empower someone. You have to give them enough to help them to help themselves. You know, just helping someone and not helping them enough to be able to carry it on is not enough. Right, right. And everybody's a little different. Everybody's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's got to be
0: impactful to be empowerment. Mm-hmm. Well, Felicia yes, is a member of the Nonfiction Authors Association. Um, and I hope you're, you're in your local chapter here, or is it is it national? It's or? a
1: national chapter, but there is a um, Dallas local component where they meet uh, once a month. But I'll definitely take this opportunity to, to give them a plug because um, the lady that started it, uh, Stephanie Chandler, she's awesome. She has so much information that she provides to nonfiction um, authors and I could not have done it without the support of the Nonfiction Authors Association. And I highly recommend it to any aspiring writer, aspiring author and also authors and anyone who wants to self-publish a non-fiction book there's a wealth of information and like i say it has helped me tremendously mm-hmm. and i'll always use it because there's always new fresh information um every week there's something new
0: well, to good. help yeah well we're going to talk about her book she has brought with us today in I believe, uh, and when you empower women, that goes into equality and that goes into pay raises and that or yes, that our counterparts do.
1: I like to um talk about paying it forward, paying it forward for those who don't know what it is, it's not paying cash <laughs> it's not always you know the increase in pay. Paying it forward could be something small as recommending someone for a job that they're applying for. Mm -hmm. That's an easy way to put it. Yeah, I mean, uh, paying it forward could be, in my case, uh, paying for a woman who's been at home raising her children, wanting to go back, wanting to go to college for the first time. Paying it forward to me would be sitting down with her and going through the steps to get her into college and make sure that she has a plan because going to college without a plan, you cannot do that anymore. You have to have a plan of what it is you want to go to college for and how you plan to get there.
0: Well, that's great because um, most of us need a plan for everything. Yes. And, and you know, I, I think sometimes it's the way you're raised, you know, um, you just go and do. You know, you're like, okay, just go to school,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, is
0: this, um, I think we're more deliberate today.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. As being a 28 plus year educator, everything changes year to year. And trust me, if you don't stay on top of it, you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I was right in the center of it. Uh, in student services for X amount of years and also being an adjunct professor for so many years I was on it and Mm -hmm. I could empower other students with that I can't even imagine how many students I empowered over the 28 years (laughs) I've had in (laughs) education but I'm just glad to be able to have empowered as many students and I don't mean just high school students coming out of high school i mean anyone anyone that was registered for college or actually thinking of registering for college i was there to empower them
0: well that's really cool because for me you know when i went to college there was no one i mean you you got like a counselor or something right but there's no one that actually uh, actually are in your corner right i mean but actually having somebody you can come and talk to and say, well, I'm having this problem, what do I do? Do I need to take this course, or need, do I need to do this? That is like a wealth of information, to have somebody like yes. like, like that. Because, and I think, too, it depends. I think you have to find the right one. Because there's some people that you, it's easy to talk to. There's some people that maybe you need, need it in a special field. And I think those are the people that you actually need to kind of like you know, watch out for, you know, get the right one.
1: Yes. Um, can I just share a few key lessons sure. for empowering women? Because in my book, I put just a few to kind of get people to get started. And the first thing is you have to find out what the person needs. Oh, right. Because yeah. there is a need, whether it be, <laughs> uh computer training skills or whether it be someone needs to um, find some resources in the community, find out what that person needs first. The second thing is provide the resources that are needed. It may be just they need a list of who to call for X, Y, Z. Another thing is a key lesson for empowering women is advocate for women's rights. I know there's a lot of information always about women's rights, but advocate for women's rights because women's rights are everyone's rights. Right. That's the way I look at it. And
0: that's really important. You can advocate for in different ways. You Absolutely. Know, it doesn't. If you're not one of these people that's want to be, you know, standing outside, right, and yeah. with, with a sign, with the sign. <laughs> right. there's other things you can do. Um, yeah, I'm a real big fan of that one.
1: Absolutely. Another thing is provide accountability. Uh, Providing accountability is showing up in the room. And accountability, you can look at it in many different ways, but most people need accountability. I haven't met many people that didn't (laughs) need accountability. Um, Another one is to actively participate in social justice, uh, instill confidence in her, teach resiliency, uh, share degrees of power with those on a lower level, uh, try new ideas, provide her with the tools to be successful. Sometimes we get tools, but they're not necessarily tools to help us be successful. So that's why I added that little part on there, tools to be successful, because everybody wants to be successful. Right, so
0: some of those tools would look like,
1: I mean, which you, a tool could be um, empowerment in education. Okay. That's one that I um, focus on a lot.
0: Well, too, I think a tool, um, too, that some of those tools could be people that you need to meet to advance where you're going.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Connections are huge for empowering women. Um, connection to someone that Like, I refer people to Mm -hmm. someone that wants a certain type of book publisher. Okay. So -hmm. that's another thing. Connection could be, who do you know that uh, provides these resources that's Mm going to help me get to the next level? Right. So it doesn't always have have to be. Yeah.
0: Well, that's interesting. I liked your example. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I know this lady that knows just about everybody in the DFW area. Really? really. She's always said, "Well, you need to go over here. Or you need to go over here. So it's really nice to have somebody like that.
1: i tell you, um, those people in my book are called influencers. And influencers will make your life so easy. You yeah. should always know some influencers Every day I meet some. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: good, you know. But well, they influence your life, right? But they yes. don't they also teach you? This is what I'm getting out of it. Yes, yeah. they teach
1: you how they got to be an influencer. And for people uh, like myself, who's an introvert, you don't just, you know, come out and say, right. you know, I'm looking for an influencer, <laughs> you say,
0: I need an influencer. How many do you know
1: <laughs>
0: i don't know is and you know sometimes they are there are the people in the room that shines that 's how I always know because they they know people they know connections, and I was taught early on that you have to know somebody. you yes. know a lot of times when you 're starting out and you don't know anybody you know, that's not going to get you to the next level of your job or the next level of your personal, you know, um, level of what you want to be. So, yeah, I think those are important in our lives.
1: They are absolutely important. And when we think about um, the people of influence, if you just have one for several different areas in your life that you're mm-hmm. looking for, you're doing a whole lot better than some. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can see that. <laughs> now, does your book, is is there a workbook that goes with this?
1: Yes, I just completed the workbook, and the workbook is going to be on Amazon, okay. and it's definitely on com, which is um, the company for okay. uh, W Power. I'll just share a little bit about the companion action workbook. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's an 8 by 10 size companion book. It consists of 20 different sections, which can be studied individually or as a group. You know how some um, churches have uh-huh. groups like, and yeah. like women that and, yeah. get together and study the book together? Well, this mm-hmm. can be studied together with a group of friends however you choose to, or you can do it individually. The colors uh, and the pages are pretty, it's it's, always, I call it a pink, the same pink that's on the front of the book in the word power, so that's a connection. Um, Another thing I'll say about it, it's an easy read, but I always tell people when you're doing a workbook, It's not meant to do it overnight, and this one is not meant to do it overnight, but um, I would say consistently, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, weekly, I would say, take a chapter a week, or even um, just kind of break it up into however you want to, but like I said, there's spaces all over the book for you to be able to, Uh, fill in your comments like you're journaling. It's a form of journaling when you fill in um, how you feel because what you're actually doing in this action workbook, it's work. That's why it's called a workbook. (laughs) And you definitely have to take action. It's not like the first book where you're just reading and digesting all of the Mm -hmm. things that's going to help you get to the next level in your personal and professional life. We have a lot of work to do in the workbook. There's action items at the end of every chapter. Uh, I'll just point out some of the quick little neat things uh, that...
0: Well, let me ask you real quick, because when I do a workbook like this, there are sections that I have to think about. So Mm -hmm. I, like, skip that and go to the next one, you know, and then I come back, because I guess in the process of, of, of working on the workbook that comes more clear to you, what you need to put down there. Absolutely, I,
1: as I was doing the workbook, I was thinking, as a woman, I've I've done so many different workbooks, because um, I do a lot of Bible studies with uh, mm-hmm. Christian books and book studies, and I think about, what did I like about that, and what can I add? to my workbook to make it more in depth because you wanna always dive deeper and make a lot of thought provoking where a person actually has to think. What's the sense of having a workbook if a person is not going to do anything, not gonna take any action? I want people to go through this workbook and actually tell other people about it so that they can go and do it Mm -hmm. themselves. I have challenges throughout the books. I even have a section on songs that empower women. And that's what I really wanted to share with you because most people know some of these songs, Uh and if you don't know them, you'll actually go to your Spotify or whatever Mm -hmm. you do uh, music on because there's a... um, I'll just give an example. Alicia Keys, her song, Superwoman, that's a song that empowers women. There's one from Beyonce called Run the World Girls. Uh, there's one from India Ari called A Beautiful Day. Uh, Katy Perry. Oh. Roar. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. Uh, this lady called Emmy Melly, M E L I. She says, I am woman. And remember Diana Ross,
0: oh, I love Diana I'm Ross.
1: coming out <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh this is something that I thought would just be icing on the cake
0: with this because I agree, I agree. I agree. but you know that's awesome. so it's so funny you should say that because you know if i'm just like in a yeah kind of mood, you know i turn the I turn my favorite songs on, and it's not like five minutes it's like the whole world changed i mean it's like putting the. Just making, you know, it's like when you eat ice cream, I guess. (laughs) You just feel so, so much more alive. And I think that's uh, that's important in today's life, actually feeling those feelings. And I always said this on my program before, feelings are not wrong. You know, they just are. And sometimes we can't help how we feel. Even if you get to, you know, if you're a woman and you feel like you're not, you don't have power over your own life, you know, just take a deep breath, you know sometimes if even if you you know buy the buy this book <laughs> it would definitely help you <laughs> well uh I wanted to w- talk a little bit about the family place you mentioned that once before yes. um, um from uh, so as uh, for women of domestic violence i think they i know for me the uh, a lot of times they that's where you go i mean that's where you you wind up and um even when they take kids. When, yep. Yeah, the kids come and everything else. So, would you like to elaborate on that? Yes, I would. Right.
1: I was a volunteer for the Family Place in the early 20, I guess, 20, 2004-ish. And I really did like the empowerment and the support mm-hmm. of the organization. I support the mission and the vision and when i tell you they really stick to the mission and the vision of the organization a lot of times you get organizations that put a mission and a vision out there but then you don't see them actually following through on it time and time and time again and this lady um who was the founder she really and truly was a very uh impactful person because her programs to help women mm-hmm. were impactful. And I think that speaks volumes for a woman who empowers other women. And I always um, will support them because I believe in the mission and also helping women right. and children. That's, I mean, it's not much else I can say other than they help so many in the community. Right. And they've been around for a
0: long, long time. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, um, talking to our audience, is there anything that if, that we can do to donate or anything that we can do to actually support this organization?
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. Definitely donate. Yeah.
0: Well, I heard too because they, they have kids. Um, and I know this uh, from another um, organization I belong to. Um, you know, when you're when you're in a domestic situation, you have to run. You run and you have clothes. You run. You just run to survive. And a lot of times, you know, the kids. You know, you gather the kids up and you run. A lot of times, what happens is people donate like stuffed animals. You know, even the police officers carry them in the trunk of their car, mm-hmm. and because it's something they can cuddle, something that they feel like it's you know like a security blanket. And um, if you can donate stuff like that, that would be awesome. Be-
1: and another thing, uh, the Family Place has a store in Dallas, and they take the proceeds of the money from the store to help run the organization awesome. and make it so that it's um, free for the women and children. Oh, that's good. And I feel that that's a wonderful opportunity if you're looking for a last-minute tax deductible donation Mm -hmm. um you can donate to them and also they can donate to women empowering women Women. right on our website is weimpactwomen.org there's several ways to donate
0: to that area yes and that's so helpful i know a lot of times people want to do good and want to donate but they don't know where to go
1: absolutely (laughs) You Absolutely. This is one
0: good thing about our program because we have people on here that and guests on here that actually have you know connections and stuff like that. So can actually tell our audience like if you're in this situation, you know this is what you need to do, because that's what empowering women is all about. We are just, it's like locking your hands together and watching out for each other's bags and giving them the courage and to speak out and speak up that sometimes they have to borrow your courage. And I've, I've yeah. seen that happen. Yes. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, if you're, you know, shy, timid, or you feel like you just have been under so much stuff, you don't have that energy. You don't have that confidence to do that. So other people can do it for you until you get to that point. And one of the things I want to, like, leave us with today is, you know, I think all of us should go out and make an effort just to just don't, just don't like, oh, when somebody comes into your, you know, your arena, you know. To, <laughs> you know, it could be somebody in the grocery store having a, a bad day or you see something Absolutely. like that. You know, everywhere you Absolutely. go. And it's so funny. My sister always gets on to me because I talk to people in the grocery store. I mean, you know, you're sitting there with, you know, the lettuce, you know. What are you going to buy, you know. <laughs> and, and she thinks as, I think you have to be open. That's the big thing. I just talk to people because I like people. Um, But I think you have to be open in life to receive that. Even if you're trying to be empowering yourself, you have to be open to that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes women, we are hard to um, open up Mm -hmm. in certain situations and circumstances that we face makes us like that because we are warm and caring and understanding beings but when it's tough situations sometimes it is hard to open up to share with someone that you're in need of something and especially right. on the personal uh aspect of it. I know we focused a lot on the professional aspect of it, but then there's also the personal aspect Mm -hmm. of needing to be empowered. And that's where I noticed that we kind of need to focus a little bit more sometimes because, um, not only women empower women, but women can also empower men. And I talk about that in the book, on how women empower men and how men empower women, because every man has a mother, possibly a sister, mm-hmm. possibly a wife, a niece. Right. And, right. you know, as many things that they can do to empower them, whether it's something small as giving them direction on how to live, uh, direction on, you know, professional. Or just a, you know, hey. No, overall support. Overall support.
0: Yeah. Their support system. Yeah. Yes. My husband's a lot like that. Like, I'll I'll try something new or something. Like, oh, man, am I getting this? And he goes, oh, yeah, you'll get that. Don't worry about it. I guess it's really easy. I'm thinking, well, then come over here and do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's <laughs> such a good guy. But he's always the real support. And I'm, I'm really, really lucky in that way. Because a lot of men are like, maybe they're supportive, but they don't know how to show it. I think that happens a lot. Um, they're not just, you know, you can support women, and to me, you can support them by, get, like, for instance, if they, you're, they're into an organization that helps them, you know, but they have, you have small children. You know, keeping the kids at night is supporting. Absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely.
0: So one of the things, before we get out of here, uh, we need all your contact information so people can actually know where to get uh, go and and buy your books and everything else.
1: Absolutely, the two books, the workbook and the first book is on empoweringwritings.com. The first book is also on Amazon and will be hopefully in other bookstores um, locally here soon. And as far as if you wanna know more about women empowering women, we also uh, have a website, weimpactwomen.org. And we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. So that's a few that's, of the places that you can reach us. Yeah, yeah, yes. I love that.
0: Um, would you like to give your contact information? So people can reach you. Okay. Okay. Uh, and also
1: they can reach me by phone. Oh, okay. All right. I definitely have a phone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I give uh-huh. them everything possible to reach me. Uh-huh. Uh, 214-878-8169. You can reach me by phone, but definitely on social media because okay. I am on there at least once a week, if not twice. <laughs> And of course, I did post this uh, that we would be here today before I came, and several people know about it. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Well, it was a joy and a happy year, and um, we talked about all sorts of stuff, but I just that's close to my heart is like giving women power, giving it back to them.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, well, catch us every um, live here, every Thursday, and you can catch us on. Uh, fishbowl facebook page you can catch us on my youtube channel so we will see you next thursday but if you want to see this rerun just go on social media and we are out of here and thank you for paying attention and thank you for being with us today Bye bye